Production. Recorded live. Hello, and this is Larry Phillips. And uh, Michael, I see that you're there, but I don't know how to get you. <laughs> Are you there? You're, okay, you're you're there. Okay. It's, three, it's almost three in the morning. What are you doing up? <laughs> oh, it's uh, one fifty-five here, so it's not yeah, quite. Yeah, two 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 fifty. Yeah. Here, let's yeah. Here. Let me uh, uh, turn off uh, Mr. McGinnis's uh, sermon on praise the Lord. <laughs> I was just okay. going to do a reading on the twenty-fourth chapter of Luke. Uh, oh. Okay, why not? I uh, <laughs> Are you really, inviting me to do it with you? Three yes, I, yes, I am. Yeah, well, there you go. Isn't, really, isn't, well, now I know why God woke me up in the middle of the night, and I ended up having some, uh, uh, what did I just have? I just had a banana and some oatmeal. Oh, banana okay. and stuff. Sounds and, uh, good. Uh, I don't know if it's really good, but uh, I'm grateful <laughs> I have it, so... <laughs> Uh, let me see here. I'm um, looking to see. Funny how Lord stirs you, huh? Yeah. Well, I uh, yeah, I've been going through some things, and we all do, and I've been kind of searching my heart on some issues, and uh, Lord's been searching, but Lord has been searching my heart on some issues, and. Uh, it just took me to the 24th chapter of Luke. So why don't we just uh, read that back and forth. On the first verse, this is the resurrection and ascension of Jesus. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed, there about, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And I'll let you read about five verses. <laughs> Who do you think those two men were? I think they were they were angels. Good. Yeah. Um. And uh, as they were afraid, bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. They remained they remembered his words and returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. And it was Mary Magdalene and Jonah and did I say Jonah? Joanna? <laughs> I think that's how pronounced right? Joanna or Joanna? Yes. Joanna, yeah. Joanna and Mary, uh, the mother of James and other women that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed 
to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then rose Peter and ran unto the sepulchre. Stooping down, he beheld the linen cloth laid by them and departed and wondering in himself at that which was to come to pass. And I'll let you go. And behold, two of them went the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. And they talked together of all these things which had happened. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. Go ahead and I'll let you. And he said unto them, What manner of communications are these that ye have one another as ye walk and are sad? And one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answering, said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem, as not known? things which are come to pass there in these days. And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how the chief priests and our rulers deliver him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trust and it had been he which should have redeemed Israel. And besides all this, today is the third day since these things were done. He and a certain woman also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came, saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. Well, there you go. That's the answer to my question. Who were the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And certain of them which were with us went to the sepulcher and found it even so as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then said he unto them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. They drew nine unto the village, and whether they went, he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide, abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass that as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and broke and gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him and he vanished out of their sight. That must have been an amazing experience. 
<laughs> oh, wow. I mean, just, yeah. And they said one to another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked to us by the way? My son's cutting logs, if you hear him. Sure. <laughs> He's really snoring loud. Uh, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together and them that were, and them that were with them. Is saying the Lord has is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how he was known of them in breaking of bread. And as they thus spoke, spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted, and supposed that they had seen a spirit, and he said unto them, Why are ye troubled? Why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones, as ye see me have. And when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet, and while they yet believed not for joy, and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat? And they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and of a honeycomb, and he took it and did eat it before them. It's not interesting. I think we do we just read something like that in in, uh, in Isaiah. Yeah. Yeah, it was something uh, similar to that. It was about I know it was about honey and then what something else. Yeah, honey and bread and something. Yeah, and he and he took it and did eat before them. And he said unto them, "These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, in the prophets, in the Psalms." Concerning me. <laughs> then he opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And said, said, go, ahead. go ahead. Okay. And said unto them, Thus it is written, thus it, it is behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witness of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as to Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Amen. 
our promise or in our hope. Yeah. Praise. Yeah. Now, you know, it's funny thinking about praise. You know, so something's been kind of because uh, you know it's 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 something that we should do, obviously. Um, singing and uh, uh, I know that you that you guys uh, you do a good job of doing this, these old hymns. Um, gonna find, uh, find some resources for myself too. Some old scripturally based hymns and psalms, and you know, as we both, as you know, and as I'm discovering, it's uh, you know the stuff that you hear on the radio and uh, the, the the popular stuff. It's so empty, and it's just mindless, repetitious. Well, it's a form of sorcery. I have to tell you the truth. As being a musician, and somebody used to write music, I know it's it's a form of casting spells with the repetitions and the, the repetitive things. And the, 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 a lot of it's jingoistic and gibberish. And, yeah, I never thought of it in that. But you know what exactly? Scripture even talks about vainless repetitions, you know? Yeah. And so you're right. I mean, and a lot of it too is is Arminian based. It's you know, it's it's uh, doctrinally um, unsound. It's just um, so at least with our studies too. If you're interested in doing it, it's maybe um, you know uh, either re- read a, a psalm, a, a, a praise, or a, a a song, you know what I mean? Yeah. Him, you know. Or, or or try to sing it one of the two. So. One of the I need two. to learn to do that because I, I never, you know, when I was a kid, Mormon and I did that as a kid. You know, you play, you read the, uh, or read, you sing the hymns out of the Mormon hymn. Well, but it's, it's, just, it's the same old, it's the same stuff you would hear in a you know, Mormon tabernacle choir type stuff. So. Not exactly spiritually based. <laughs> yeah, you know, the... Um, uh, 31st chapter of, uh, you know, well, you've heard of the Song of Moses, and it's referred to in Revelation. In fact, it says in Revelation 15:3, they sang the, they sing the Song of Moses, the servant of God, and the Song of the Lamb. So, but Moses, uh, let's look at that for a minute. Deuteronomy 31. Um, I think it goes through the 32nd chapter, if I'm not mistaken, but let's see if I can find it here. Uh, 31. Verse 1. Sorry, I'm third. Hold on just a second. And Moses went and spake these words unto all Israel, and he said to them, I will go before thee and will destroy these nations. Let's see where it goes on. And let's see. Maybe closer to the 30 seconds. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, 20 verse 22. Moses therefore wrote this song the same day and taught the children of Israel. And he gave Joshua son a charge. Now, where's the song? Okay. Mm, must be must be over in the thirty second psalm. 
Let's go over there. I know it's right there somewhere. <laughs> uh, it's a Psalms you're looking at? It's a song. It's a song you wrote. Oh, okay. the Song of Moses, and it's really interesting because it sounds like, you know, just reading it, it sounds like it would be, um, yeah, it's the 32nd chapter, um, and it sounds a lot like a psalm. Give ear, O ye, I'm reading the first verse, give ear, O ye heavens, and I will speak and hear over the words of my mouth, my doctrine shall drop as the rain, my speech shall distill as the dew, as the small rain upon the tender herb, and as the showers upon the grass, because I will publish the name of the Lord, ascribe ye greatness to our God. You want to start with four and well, I'm not even there. You, you'll have to. Where's this? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's Deuteronomy, the 32nd chapter. And this is a profound. This is called the Song of Moses that's referred to in Revelation that's going to be sung in heaven. You know. Deuteronomy. After that, I get a 32, right? 30, 30 what? 32. And ready, we're ready for verse 4 if you want to read there. Just got to get there. <laughs> After all, oh, it is 3 o'clock uh, in the morning. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's amazing how God works, that's for sure. Not yeah. sure he does work. He is the rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are judgment. A God of truth, without iniquity, just and right is he. They have corrupted themselves. Their spot is not the spot of the children. They are perverse and crooked generation. There are a perverse and crooked generation. So, um, do you want me to keep reading, or do you want? Do you do ye thus requite the Lord, O foolish people and unwise? Is not He thy Father that have bought thee? Hath he not made thee and established thee? Remember the days of old, consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will show thee. Thy elders, and they will tell thee. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the sons of Adam, he sent the bounds of the people according to the number of the children of Israel for the Lord's portion is his people Jacob is the lot of his inheritance he found him in the in the desert play in a desert land excuse me and in the waste hollowing wilderness he led him about he instructed him he kept him as the apple of his eye and as an eagle stirreth up her nest fluttereth over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings, so the Lord alone did lead him, and there was no strange God with him. And he made him to ride on the high places of the earth, that he might eat the increase of field of the fields. He made him to suck honey out of the rock, and oil out of the plenty rock. Butter 
of kin, milk of sheep, with fat of lambs, rams of the bread of Bashan, and goats with the fat of kidneys of wheat. Thou didst drink a pure blood of the grape. But Jashram waxed fat and kicked, thou art waxen fat, thou art grown thick, thou art covered with fatness. Then he forsook God, which made him, and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods, with abominations provoked they him to anger. And they sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your fathers feared not. Of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful, and hast forgotten God that formed thee. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them, because of the provoking of his sons, and of his daughters, and he said, I will hide my face from them, I will see what their end shall be, for they are a forward generation, children in whom is no faith. And they moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. They have provoked me to anger with their vanities. I will move them to jealousy with those which are not a people. I will provoke them to anger with a foolish nation. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's referring to the Gentiles there. For a fire fire is kindled in mine anger and shall burn unto the lowest hell and shall consume the earth with her increase and set on fire the foundations of the mountains and I will heap mischiefs upon them I will spend my arrows upon them. They shall be burnt with hunger and devoured with burning heat, with bitter destruction. I will also send the teeth of beasts upon them with the poison of serpents of the, de- of the dust. The sword without and terror within shall destroy <clears throat> both the young man and the virgin, the suckling, also with the man of gray hair. Hairs. Yeah. I said I would scatter them into corners. I would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. Were it not that I feared the wrath of the enemy, lest their adversaries would behave themselves strangely, unless they should say, Our hand is high. And the Lord hath not done all this, for they are a nation void of counsel, neither is there any understanding in them. Oh, that they were wise, that they understood this, that they would consider their latter end. How should one chase a thousand, and two put ten thousand to flight, except their rock had sold them? The Lord and shut them up. Hmm. For their rock is not as our rock, even our enemies themselves being judges. For their vine is the vine of Sodom, and of the fields of Gomorrah, their grapes 
are grapes of gall, their clusters are bitter. And their wine is the poison of dragons and the cruel venom of ass. It is not this laid up is not this laid up in store with me and sealed up among my treasures. To me belongeth vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time, for the day of their calamity is at hand, and the things that shall come upon them make haste. For the Lord shall judge his people and repent himself for their for his servants, when he seeth that their power is gone, and there is none shut up or left. And he shall say, Where are their gods, their rock in whom they trusted, which did eat the fat of their sacrifices, and drink the wine of their drink offerings? Let them rise up and help you, and be your protection. See now, that I, even I, am he, and there is no God with me. I kill, and I make alive. I wound and I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. For I lift up my hand to heaven and say, I live forever. If I wit my uh, glittering sword and my hand take hold upon judgment, I will render vengeance to mine enemies and will reward them that hate me. I will make mine arrows drunk with the blood, and my sword shall devour flesh, and that which the blood of the slain and of the captives, from the beginning of revenge, revenges unto the enemy. Rejoice, O ye nations, with his people, for he will avenge the blood of his servants, and will render vengeance to his adversaries, and will be merciful upon his land and to his people. And Moses came and spake all the words of this song in the ears of the people, he and Hosea the son of Nun. And he said unto them, Set your hearts unto all the words which I testify among you this day, which ye shall command your children to observe to all the words of this law, for it is not a vain thing for you, because it is your life, and through this time ye shall prolong your days in the land, whether ye go over Jordan to possess it. And the Lord spake unto Moses that same self day, saying, Get thee up into this mountain, Abram, unto Mount Nebo, which is the land of Moab, that's over against Jericho, and behold, the land of Canaan, which I gave, give unto the children of Israel for possession, and die in the mount whither thou goest up. And he gathered unto the thy people, and be gathered unto thy people, as Aaron thy brother died in Mount Hor, and was gathered unto his people. Because ye had trespassed against me among the children of Israel, at the waters of Merabakadesh. Merabakadosh, I guess like that, in the wilderness of Zin, um, because you, excuse me, because ye sanctified me not in the midst of the children of Israel, yet thou shalt see the land before thee, but thou shalt not go thither unto the land which I give. 
the children of Israel. It's sin. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty heavy one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, yeah, it is. It's quite a song. But and praise, you know, you were talking about praise. I um, I was thinking about the what you said about some of the current contemporary rock Christian music and all that garbage and and I was thinking about it's like you said it appeals to the flesh you know um, and I you know I've I've struggled with that whole issue because it seems like that you know there's a very fine line well Maybe it's maybe it's a lot thicker line than I think, but um, there's a whole group of people that you probably know out there that are into uh, exclusive psalmody. You know, they say you shouldn't even sing any hymns and and should just sing the psalms, especially those in the Reformed perspective. They don't use hymns. They they say that. They're not inspired. They're man-written, you know. And uh, but I don't, I don't agree with that. Based on the scripture, it says to sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Of course, um, the Presbyterians, you know, they say that songs, hymns, and spiritual songs are all all psalms. <laughs> so, but I think there's a reason why he makes a distinction um, between the psalms and the hymns and the spiritual songs. I think if he, and so that's been my contention. And like I say, I, I'm not I'm not contentious about it, but. One thing I will say about the psalms when you're singing, of course, the other thing is that psalmody takes psalms and puts them in meter, and they're not, it's not word for word, you know, it's it's because they have to rhyme to make sense and stuff. But if you look in, well, there's two places, Ephesians 5.19, um, says, speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And then in Colossians 3.16, it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. So those two passages are pretty, uh, you know, are, are pretty clear, and there's uh, both of them have, um, you know, I guess they don't really say, yeah, they they have the psalms, they have the hymns, and they have the spiritual songs. So um, I have no problem with the. I, I've gotten a lot of. Um, a lot of blessings out of singing old hymns. The old, old hymns, the ones that are doctrinally, you know, sound, and and they're, you know, they're not just, like you said, vain repetitions and that kind of thing. So, 
Yeah. Well, that's, that's the issue. The issue is that uh, this modern day, uh, <clears throat> the, the beats, the rhythm, it is uh, it's just a form of uh, um, incantation or spells making. It is. It's not just me making it up. I mean, it's, I had no idea I was doing that at the time. But, you know, it's the, the four-piece or band and all that kind of stuff. But regardless of that, it's just, uh, you know, it's about praising our Lord. So I say here, Jesus Christ. And um, Well, it says, uh, it says something Matthew, that we're supposed, we're supposed to Matthew, do. So. Matthew 6, 7, you know, it says, now this is as it as relates to prayer, but it says, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Well, you could equate that back to the singing too, you know. Emotionalism, it's it's all about working up the emotions, you know. It is, it is. It's, it's, and it's a, it's a form of not getting you to think, uh, or really, how's the word? Yeah, this, this, that's, you know, you, it's, I can't think when I listen to the modern music. So. Well, and I couldn't think when I was, it reminds me of, uh, in this book that we've been reading through, um, it says here that, uh, Charles Finney was a man who, who created the decisionism concept in evangelism, where a person is led through an altar call and is pressured to decide for Christ. And um, Benny was extremely influential. He still is. He's been described as the icon of modern evangelicalism, you know. Finney ministered in the wake of a second awakening and began conducting revivals in upstate New York. One of his most popular sermons was Sinners Bound to Change Their Own Hearts. (laughs) And he... Oh, really? Yeah. One result of Finney's revivalism was in New York into... um, he called his, quote, new measures, brought a whole new era in Christian evangelicalism. He brought out what he called the, quote, anxious seat, in quote, or mourner's bench, which led to the invitation or the altar call, the now common practice of calling sinners to come to the front to receive Christ. He instituted emotional tactics that led to fainting and weeping and other excitements, as Finney and his followers called them. A sermon preached by Pennsylvania pastor Fred Zaspel, focusing on the impact of Finney and his new revivalism, provide, he said he could work a crowd to a fever pitch and to fanaticism, excitements of very form, various forms, fainting, shakings, weepings, and so on. Decisions for Christ, sinners made of profession of faith, this is the foundation of Finneyism, which lives today. Revival can be brought down to a town in a briefcase. It is not a supernatural work of God. It is simply the right use of the constituted means, and this is the fountain of his new measures. But again, it, it gets results. It gets people to make decisions. And so how could it be possibly wrong 
Sweeney himself writes with considerable embarrassment shortly after the Western revivals were over. Finney had been in meetings where he'd created such excitement and generated now was burnt ground. <laughs> People were turned off like never before because their decisions had been spurious and now they were more hostile to the gospel than they'd ever been before. That was my experience too, by the way. Same thing happened to me in, my, in all of this because I had to go through all this. Finney believed that human beings were capable of choosing whether they would be corrupt by nature or redeemed. <laughs> really? Yeah. Anyway, he just, it, it's really interesting. And then, of course, following that was D.L. Moody, you know, and uh, Moody Bible Institute, and, and then Sankey. And, uh, of course, Sankey actually even was you know, part of the beginnings of, of Billy Graham's whole thing. but um, hmm. And then from Sankey went um, uh, George Beverly Shea, and then from there it just got crazier. But, man, I appreciate you doing that with me. I just, I was just thinking about that time when they went to the tomb and and all of that associated with what happened and how Christ met these people on the way to Emmaus and how he went through all the scriptures from the Psalms for the prophets and the Psalms expounded unto them and opened the scriptures to them, and that's what we need, you know. God's the yeah. only one that can do that for us. So. <laughs> well, Even if Steve's at 3 o'clock in the morning, you know, so... All glory goes to our, our, our God, so that's all right. I'm sure that was meant to be. And uh, yeah. I, I, you, you did record this. I did hear that, right? Well, you you yes, recorded it. it yeah, it is recorded. You, you recorded it right when I answered, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was getting ready to go on. At, uh, so I thought, well, I see. I saw him there. I saw you there, and I I'm, I saw you come on, and I thought, now what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> you were already there, so that's great. So, all right, when's, man. Well, when's, our, when's, when's our next uh, next? I part think we're going to. Um, well, it you know it doesn't matter. I mean, if we we can probably, it would be a, a little better if we could do it a little later. If that would work for you, okay. unless you well, like in the, what day? What day? Tomorrow? Oh, today? Tomorrow? Tomorrow? So today? Today? I mean, <laughs> Friday. Yes. Um, this is Friday, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Six o'clock or something like that? Yeah. Um, or later yeah. or whatever. Six o'clock your time, five o'clock my time. Would that work? Yeah, sure. Okay, does that mess you up by changing it? I like it. I'm just I'm here all by myself. Okay. Trying to recover. Let me terminate this call here. Can will you can you stay on if I terminate the call? How does that work? Uh, uh, well, I can always call you back if you... Okay, just, turn right, just turn right to call your recording. All right. All right. Just hit end. Oh, I hit terminate. I better pit end. What's going on? And... No, it's not. 
some reason it's not terminating. Well, Hitting. Just hit end. End of recording. I, that's what I'm doing. Hmm. Well. Strange. Well, the one thing you do is you go to your uh, go to your your talk shoe page, right? Okay, and then you see where it's. I see that hand. At the well, top just, where it says end. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry. Okay, now if you go, if there's, I'm not talking about the small box that shows the chat room. I'm talking go to your actual oh, okay. page. Okay. And you see where it's uh, purplish, where it's saying it's being recorded. So, you know, the it's, it's saying the show is, is going, running. It's being recorded. <laughs> it's just it's just a, a big box, big box that says it's... It says live or something? Yeah, and it's purple. Talk shall live my start, start my calls. Press that thing again. Just press that on it. That will refresh your uh, chat room. Oh, okay. Hopefully, it'll refresh it. Just pop back up. Did your chat room pop you up? You may already have another talk show open. Hmm. Well, what we can do, I guess, is oh, there it is. It's refreshing it now. It looks like possibly. Once you refresh it, then you can hit the end button. This should 